Welcome to Walk in Truth. These are the Bible teachings of Pastor Michael Lance, equipping you to reach out with God's truth to all people and how to apply that truth to today's issues, trends, and culture. Learn more about the program and our ministry when you visit walkintruth.com. Now here's part three of Pastor Michael's teaching in Matthew chapter 11, verses 25 through 30, called The King's Invitation. If you feel like the weight of life and your sin has weighed you down, and and look, here's the specific image here, and I know we could all talk about, and and I'll talk a little bit about our anxiety, and we deal with stress and anxiety, and it piles on our shoulders, and there's no doubt that Jesus is inviting us as believers to give that to him and keep giving it to him. But in the immediate setting here, you know what the shoulder burden is? It's our sin. It's our guilt. It's the weight of sin on our shoulders, which only can be remedied in trusting in the king who died on the cross and resurrected from the dead. Amen? Otherwise, you get to carry it. And you all know what it feels like, for those of you who maybe came to Jesus later in life, you all know what it feels like to carry it. Guilt is a heavy load. And Jesus says, come, the the idea is come now, don't wait, come to me, and you qualify if you're weighed down. Jesus said to the religious leaders in Matthew 23, 4, the scribes and the Pharisees tie up heavy loads and lay them on men's shoulders, Matthew 23, 4, but they themselves are unwilling to move with so much of, as a finger. They won't even lift a finger. They tell you what to do, but they won't even lift a finger to do it themselves. Jesus will say, yes, they sit in the chair of Moses, so listen to what they say, but don't do what they do because they don't do what they preach. They tie up heavy loads. People in that day had so much man-made tradition added to their shoulders that they could barely move on a Sabbath day. The Sabbath was supposed to speak of worship and resting in God. In the next section ahead, in Matthew chapter 12, Jesus will say, I'm Lord of the Sabbath. And he will give an insight into Sabbath keeping that has to do with much more freedom than the scribes and Pharisees would allow. And the people were weighted down. Can you feel it? Another man-made tradition. Another, another, another. And no one could move. No one could light a fire. No one could do anything on a Sabbath day. And and the people were frozen under religious legalism. And not much has changed. Because if you've grown up in a certain system where man-made rules were added to the word of God, and today they're all over the landscape, brothers and sisters, think this way. Yes, there are atheists and agnostics and they're out there. But many, many people are under the yoke of religious man-made legalism. If you wear that dress, you're going to hell. This is what people were told in evangelical churches. Wear lipstick, you're going to hell. If you dance, you're going to hell. You go to a movie, you're going to hell. And, and, and it was man, 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 man. And I bet you that those same people that were preaching that stuff were probably watching the movies they told you not to go to. And probably dancing in the dark somewhere. <laughs> Just kidding, I have no idea. But anyway, the point is, Jesus came to deliver the people of his day 
from unnecessary religious burdens. And my prayer for you is that you would be delivered from unnecessary religious burdens. If Jesus Christ came to set us free, why are we walking around like we're just under the weight of everything? That's not the gospel. Now, the gospel is also not cheap grace. It's not you can do whatever you want because the more you sin, the more grace you're going to get. Paul says, God forbid that you would ever do that. You don't use grace as an excuse for sin, but at the same time, you celebrate grace every day because the gospel makes us free. And Jesus says, look, don't worry about what they've been saying. You come to me. You come now. They're not going to listen. They're blind guides leading the blind. But if your soul is hurting, if you're weary and burdened, if, as Bonnard has it, Come to me, all you who are fatigued and overwhelmed. Barclay renders it. Come to me, all you who are exhausted and weighted down beneath your burdens. All people experiencing tough times are invited to Jesus. You bring it all to me. What a savior. What a king. When's the last time you said to someone, bring me all your burdens and dump them on me? Come on, let's get real. Most of us would prefer not to. Yet we're called to bear one another's burdens and thus fulfill the law of Christ. We live the gospel as we enter into other people's pain, just like Jesus is the gospel and entered into our pain. And oh, how I need the fruits of the Spirit to even think that way. Because I'd rather avoid it. Let someone else deal with it. Let someone else clean up that mess. I don't want it. But the truth is that Jesus says, bring it. Bring it all to me. Lay it right here. And on the cross, oh, here's where it is. Isaiah 53 talks about the suffering servant and says that God laid on him the iniquity of us all. It reads this way, surely our griefs he bore, our sorrows he carried, yet we ourselves esteemed him stricken, smitten of God and afflicted, but he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement for my peace was upon him and by his wounds we are healed. Do you see it? He is the gospel. He is his own message. He says, you come to me. Bring it all. Bring all the confusion, all the misunderstandings, all the unnecessary weights that you put on your own shoulders. Bring them. Back up the dump truck and dump it. And leave it. Because that's why I came. That's why I died on that awful cross. That's why I suffered for you. I'm the shepherd and guardian of your soul. He substituted himself because all of us like sheep have gone astray. We've each turned to his own way. And the Lord laid on him the iniquity of all of us. What a weight to carry. What a king we follow. Do you hear the king's invitation? Come. Are you tired? Are you weary? 
come? Are you tired of the plastic smile and trying to be good enough and smart enough and all that stuff? Come. Come to me. Come now. God the Father shifted the blame to Jesus. He became our substitute. He took He was treated on the cross as though he had committed our collective sin because the king loves us and laid down his rights and his life for us. We have such good news to preach, brethren. This is the story that we tell. This is the gospel of the kingdom. The king of kings came down on a rescue mission. Why? Because God the Father so loved you Jesus loved me and gave himself up for me. Galatians 2.20. Cannot forget the simple gospel message. Jesus walks it out a little bit further. He says, verse 29, take my yoke. Now some of you are like, what? Wait a minute. You gotta be yoking. (laughs) I mean, first, thank you. Thank you for that little murmur out there. (laughs) I don't know if I should laugh at that one. Anyway, this has got to be a yoke. You you gave me a little ammunition. Now I'm going with it. What I thought you were talking about things being off of our shoulders. And in the ancient world, you guys all probably have heard that a yoke was something that placed two animals together to basically till a field, and they would. It was like a wooden apparatus, and they would. Uh, attach the the animals together basically at the shoulders and they would go on you know doing work in a field and jesus says if you look closely at verse 29 take my yoke upon you now a yoke was traditionally a symbol of oppressive power to be under the burden of a wicked king or etc as we've talked about but in the ancient world it was also a symbol of discipleship and here's how it worked It was like being yoked up with your teacher or your leader so that wherever he went, you would go with him. It was a picture of discipleship. And Jesus talks about my yoke. I want you to take my yoke upon you. We all are familiar with the verse that says, don't be unequally yoked with unbelievers, right? We're not going to be moving in the same direction. So you need to, if you're considering being married, you need to marry a believer. So you're going in the same direction. Well, here's the picture of taking Jesus' yoke. You're moving now in his direction. You're following him. You're becoming a disciple. And further, you're learning from him, which is the Great Commission. Teach them everything that I commanded you. Teach them to obey. The more you learn from Jesus, the more you put on his yoke, and you learn from him, the more free you will become. Notice what Jesus says about himself. Learn from me, for I am what? Gentle. I'm not oppressive. I'm not trying to beat you down. And humble in heart. And you shall find rest for your souls. You will find, if you accept this invitation, a deep soul rest. You see, yes, I love the image of a hammock and swaying in the gentle breeze with a a nice little iced tea with maybe even a little umbrella coming out of my drink. I like an easy chair. I like a soft place to lay down. I enjoy naps. Can I get a witness? However, as much as those things are nice, 
bubble bath, whatever you want to imagine right now. Jesus is talking about a deep soul rest. You'll hear more from Pastor Michael in a moment. Hey, listening family, this is Pastor Michael. I want to tell you about a very special event that we're hosting at the church where I serve as senior pastor. It's called Living Truth Christian Fellowship right here in the city of Corona. It's the Dare to Defend Apologetics Conference. I'll tell you, some of the top apologetic speakers in the Christian world. This is Lenny Esposito. Now, this conference is designed to specifically tackle our sex-saturated culture and provide answers to the challenges believers face today. Subjects that fill today's headlines like How do we combat the transgender movement that's increasingly endangering our kids? What is critical theory and is it compatible with faith? Now, we'll also tackle really specific church issues such as the battle for the biblical Adam and Eve, the war against the family and how our relationships are being undermined. We'll also deal with how our culture is losing its grip on knowledge as real. Why don't you check it out today? Go to walkintruth.com. Look for that link at the top of our site, walkintruth.com. And you can link right there, sign up, bring some friends, and grow in your most holy faith. God bless you. We'd love to see who's listening. So please connect with us on Facebook or Instagram. Just do a search for Walk in Truth Show. Now, back to Pastor Michael Lance right here on Walk in Truth. Jesus is talking about a deep, soul rest. He's talking about taking burdens off of your soul. He's talking about you being right with God. The biggest burden that we carry, whether people want to admit it or not, is the weight of our sin and guilt. And Jesus says, you come, here's what you'll find. I'll welcome you. I'll be gentle. Our great, powerful king is humble in heart, as amazing as that is. And you will find rest for your soul. Notice what he says. For my yoke, the one I want you to exchange your yoke for mine, your religious legalism for mine, your performance for mine, your self-reliance for my yoke. My yoke is easy, 30. My load, my burden is light. Now, if I were to send a survey out to the church body sitting here today, and I would ask you, I want the top three words that describe your walk with Jesus Christ. I wonder how many of you would say, light and easy. Just cruising along. Everything's good. Everything's light. Everything's easy. Now, most of you are laughing because you're like, nope, (laughs) that ain't it. You don't know what kind of week I've had. Burden. Wait, (laughs) could I ask you? And I'm preaching to myself, why? Why are you so weighed down? Why so downcast, oh my soul? Are you putting your hope in your performance instead of putting your hope in God? You relying on your own resources instead of relying on God? Are you trying to earn your way into heaven instead of trusting in Christ? Well, if you're doing that, then you'd probably say my walk is heavy and burdensome. But his commandments are not burdensome, 1 John 5 tells us. So where's the disconnect? What's what's going on in my heart that that wouldn't be the immediate thing I say? Have I missed the gospel of the kingdom? 
It was for freedom that Christ set us free. Therefore, keep standing firm. Don't be subject again to a yoke of slavery. Don't put unnecessary yokes on your shoulders. Christ doesn't want them there. His yoke is easy. His burden is light. Those are not my words. Those are his. Lord, I put in my notes, it's your work, your yoke. Teach me how to trust you. Teach me how to love you with everything that I am. Teach me kingdom truth. O'Donnell puts it this way. Christ's teachings bring rest. Rest comes from laboring when you're doing the right stuff for Christ, right? Rest comes from obedience. Rest comes in seeking first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Rest comes from God's will being done on earth as it is in heaven. Here's what O'Donnell is saying. He's, he's saying this is not about stopping everything that you're doing. This is learning a new way to live. It's very important that you get this. This is learning a new way for soul rest. This is learning a new way to lean into your Lord, not just for salvation, but for sanctification. Thank you for the amen. This is a new way to learn that life is not dependent on your power. For his power is perfected in what? Weakness. What? Oh, that goes against the American way. Yes, it does. But that is the kingdom way. The more reliant I become, the more free. The more I lean into Jesus, the more... He lightens my burdens. Oh, God, help, help me to trust in you, to find soul rest, to make the equipment that you've given me for living. I want you to think, and maybe you can just close your eyes and just take a moment here to meditate on God's word. I want you to think about the armor of God, putting on the Lord Jesus Christ. Some of these metaphors in the Bible, that's, this is another way to say the same thing. His yoke is an endowment from heaven. It's God's power. Yes, first and foremost for salvation, but also to live the life he's called us to live. I want you to just take a moment, maybe with just your heart bowed before the Lord, and and just ask a simple question. Is this the Christ that you know? Have you come to him for soul rest? Have you repented of your sin and trusted in him and him alone for your salvation? Some of you hearing the sound of my voice, maybe watching via live stream, you've never done that before. You've never truly met the God of the Bible in Jesus Christ and life's been heavy for you and maybe this is the moment where you would just say something this simple yet profound. Jesus, I come to you as you have revealed yourself in the Bible. I repent of my sin of self-reliance, pride, and anything else that might get in there, even my own self-image or whatever it may be, just, just tell him. Thank you for coming on that rescue mission. Thank you that though you're the king of glory, you came and humbled yourself. Thank you that you entered into my pain and took my burdens at the cross, the burden of my sin, the burden of the wrath of God. Thank you for rising from the dead and defeating that terrible enemy death that's a result of my sin. I trust you right now.
Be my king, be my God, be my savior. Teach me to put on your yoke and follow you all the days of my life. Teach me what rest is really about. If you're a believer and there's no doubt about where you're at in Christ, but maybe the load has just been heavy, you know, the Bible says that God daily bears our burdens and he wants even the burdens of the believer, even now, whatever they may be, would you give them afresh to him? He wants them. Amazing as it is, cast all your cares on him because he cares for you. Take a moment, give it to him. Prepare your heart for the Lord's table. We're gonna remember his great sacrifice for us, his triumphant resurrection at the Lord's table, but just take a moment. Meditate on God's goodness, his word, his truth. Let it sink down deep in your soul. Let it be healing and refreshing. Thank you, Lord. You're so good to us, and we're just grateful for every blessing we find in Christ. Amen. You've been listening to The King's Invitation, Part 3 on Walk in Truth. That was Pastor Michael's teaching in Matthew, chapter 11, verses 25 through 30. If you missed any part of today's program, Walk in Truth is on Apple Podcast, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and many more podcast apps. Listen for free to Pastor Michael's teachings in more books of the Bible. We would also love to hear from you. You can email Pastor Michael with your questions you may have from his teachings today, or maybe you have a question about something else, or need encouragement, or prayer. Maybe you'd like to share how Pastor Michael's teachings have affected you. You can email Pastor Michael at contact at walkintruth.com. That's contact at walkintruth.com. You can also find our mailing address on walkintruth.com. Now here's Pastor Michael with a final word. Well, my friend, before we move on from Matthew 11, especially verses 28 through 30, I just want you to hear that invitation for you today. Rest is such a such a important commodity, isn't it? I remember a pastor friend of mine saying that his daughter, they're at the dinner table and his daughter thanked the Lord for taste buds. <laughs> you know, we we normally pray for our food, but we don't thank the Lord for taste buds. You know, we could have just been like machines that just fill up and that's it, but we get to taste food. What an amazing thing the Lord's blessed us with. And sleep. You know, the older I get, the more I covet sleep. And even naps. Hallelujah. Can I get a witness? <laughs> and you know, when you're little, you don't want to go to bed, take naps. And then when you get old, that's all you want to do. <laughs> but I will say this. Rest is where I was going. Rest is a beautiful word because it's not just about a lazy boy chair or a couch or a good snooze. Jesus says, I will give you soul rest. What's that? Well, you know, you have a soul. We've been talking about that recently. And your soul can be anxious. Your soul can be not at peace with God, not reconciled with God. And because of that, you can just be in turmoil in your inner man. You you have an inner part of you. You can call it your spirit. And Jesus is offering rest for the deepest part of you, not just a physical you know, you can get a couple hours of shut-eye, but a rest for your soul. And that's what we need the most. That's why we're restless people. And oftentimes we lose sleep and we worry and 
You know, we worry about our mortality. We worry about our loved ones. There's a lot we can worry about. But Jesus will give rest for your soul because all of those big questions are answered in Jesus Christ. Have you answered the question for yourself? Have you asked him to save you and be your king and your Lord? I pray you have. And if we can help you in any way, we do have a phone number you can call. Pastors are available Tuesday through Friday, 9 to 5 Pacific Time. It's 844-48-TRUTH. That's 844-48 and the word truth. Call the number today. We tell you about our website regularly, but let me just say if you'd like to go that way in terms of connecting with us, a lot to check out. It's walkintruth.com. Walkintruth.com. Well, tomorrow we're going to get a message from my son, Pastor Shane Lance. He's going to talk about the bondage of legalism, the difference between true faith and being in bondage to man's religion. This is the amount of just petty, ridiculous laws that the Sanhedrin and the high priests and others had put into place as religious leaders over the people and said, you've got to do this, this, and this. That's tomorrow right here. Tune in. Hey, tell a friend you can share the ministry with others, access all of our messages, and so much more when you download the app today. Search for Walk in Truth in your app store, Walk in Truth, and let people know that this message is coming on the bondage of legalism. We'll see you here tomorrow. As a thank you for your support, we've created the Walk in Truth app. If you'd like to become a Walk in Truth partner, any amount is appreciated. You can now give on the Walk in Truth app or visit walkintruth.com. I'm Mike Massaro. On behalf of Pastor Michael Lance and Living Truth Christian Fellowship, thanks for listening to Walk in Truth, equipping you to reach out with God's truth to all people.